Greetings and welcome back to another ongoing series of Shurman Dafyomi. My name is Yitzchak Shalom. We're now Masachet Yivamotaf Nun Aleph Amud Aleph. Continuing with our analysis of the first Mishnah of the Mishnah that are strung together uh, about Getach Haget. Tanur Banan Gamliel and Getach Haget. What's an example of a case where Gamliel said that a get following get is meaningless? So two Yivamot, co-wives, fell before one brother. He gave a get to each one. Gamliel says he has to give chalitza to that first one he gave the get to. He's not allowed to marry her relatives. He's allowed to marry the relatives of the other one because the get he gave was meaningless. If he gave a get to both, then He's not allowed to ever marry any of the kin, sister, mother, daughter, etc., of either one of them, because the second get is meaningful. The chalitza lachat man has to give chalitza to either one of them. In Gamliel's scenario, can only give chalitza to the first. We'll see why a little later on in the parak. And the Tosefta goes on to say that the same thing applies if there are two brothers and one wife. Uh, meaning that if one brother gave her a get and then the other brother gave her a get, that in Gornor Megamliel, the first brother would be the one to have to give her chalitza, and he'd be asur bekorotah, etc., and the second one, the get would be uh, ignored. And a chacham would say they both would have meaning. Now, Ketzer Megamliel in Mamar Chav Mamar, so what's an example from Megamliel's statement that in Mamar Chav Mamar? Shtev Mot Shnaflin, Fem Mochad, Vasam Mamar Bazu, Mamar Bazu. Again, two co-wives fell before one brother, and he gave Mamar to both. He only has to give a get to the first one, the second one is meaningless. He's never allowed to marry her Krovot, because uh, he is Chalutza. The second one is as if he did nothing, and he could later marry her sister, her mother, her daughter, etc. Chamsei has to give a get to both for the Ma'amar. And he's not allowed to ever marry either one of them. The chalitza lachat mehen. He can give chalitza to either one. Same thing if there were two brothers and one yivamah, and one brother gave her mamar, then the other brother gave her mamar, it would play out again. That's the Tosefta. Now, Amar let's analyze it. Get get if he gave a get to each one, Gamliel says, you only give chalitza to the first, and etc. Now, let me tell you to the Shmuel. This seems to disprove Shmuel. Why? If you give chalitza to a woman who already got a Yavama who already got a get, the, the co-wife who never got a get, is not exempted because the chalitza of the balat get is weaker because that's chalitza to a woman you could never have yibum with. The tsara is somebody who is more available to yibum, as it were, and therefore her chalitza is is stronger and needs to be stronger. So Amalach Shmuel, Shmuel could explain that he could even fit in with Gamliel and said ki amri ana My position is yesh zika, and therefore I hold. That, uh, therefore, I would say my position, the Chalat Slavat Haget, is according to the position of the age Zika. Well, somewhere in Zika, well, holds Ein Zika, and therefore the relationship with each woman is nothing until you do something, and once you do something, that's it, the second one is meaningless. Now, if that's the case, then it must be Rabbanan Savar Zika, so is the Machloket really in our Mishnah, whether Yej Zika or not? We said that the same rule applies, not only if there's two co-wives and one Yavam, but also if there's two brothers and one Yavamat. 
So lema teavi tuyuv to the rabbi Baruchuna Rav. Famous ruling on Baruchuna. I'm quoting Rav. Chalitza psula to chalach zora kol achin. If you give a chalitza which is psula, meaning a chalitza to someone who you could not have had even with, you have to then go and give it to all the brother. All the brothers have to give it. So nach Baruchuna beinu ramegamli belabaran savri ein zika. He, he would have to say, Rabbi Gamliel and Rabbanan agree that Ein Zika, and the disagreement is, as we posited in the last year, about how we understand the get. It's simply about that. And my position, that Chalitza Psula, is if you say Yesh Zika. Now we analyze this already, because Rav famously rules Ein Zika, but issued this psag based on the position of Yesh Zika. Okay, further into the Tosefta. So Gamliel again says that the woman you gave the first Mamar to has all of the trappings, the second one's meaningless. Since he says that the second Mamar is meaningless, why can't you have Yibum with the first one? In other words, why is the only option to give her Chalitza why can't you have Yibam with her? After all, you gave Mamar to a woman, the second Mamar we are ignoring, and when you give Mamar to a woman, that's the first step towards Yibam. The answer is, because once you gave Mamar to both of them, we're concerned you may do Yibam on the second one, which is prohibited. Okay? I'm Rabbi Yochanan. Rabbi Yochanan is doing something, going to do something which we're more familiar with Abaye doing, but Rabbi Yochanan really was doing this in Eretz Israel at the same time, which is something referred to as a uh, collegial um, uh, construct, where we find lots of different Chachamim who conceptually, a conceptual collegium, where conceptually they have the same position and it plays out in different Pisgah Halacha. Magamliel A, Bichamai B, Rabbi Shimon C, Ben Azai D, and Rabbi Nechemia E. All five of these Chachamim were schools. They all hold the Mamar as a full Kinyan. How's that? Magamliel had the Amran. So he's taking the position in our earlier discussion, the previous podcast, from Gamliel holds Ma'amar is not unclear what it is. It's clear that it's 100% Kinyan, which means that the second Ma'amar afterwards to a different woman or by a different brother is meaningless. Okay, Beit Shammai, how do we know Beit Shammai holds Ma'amar Kinyan Gamor? This we saw earlier, famous Sugyat, to be in the third parak. Nine, Shloshachin, Shtaimim Nisum Yishtayachayot Vachan Mufnes. So Reuven and Shimon are married to Rachel and Leah. Levi is single. Meitachan Baleachayot. Reuven died. Vasava Mufnes Mamar. Levi did Mamar and Rachel. Achakach Meitachivasheni. And then Shimon died. So now Leah fell to uh, to Levi, but she can't because Levi already gave Mamar to her sister. Beit Shammai Amrim Ishto Imo Balazut Etzem Yishumachot Isha. Beit Shammai says very simply: Rachel stays married to Le- Levi. Leah is free to go because she is a Chotisha. And Beit Shevil Alomrim, of course, Beit Shevil famously say that he has to get rid of both of them, and that's why he say, Olo Alishto Alishachiv. Okay, Rabbi Shimon, how do we know that he holds that? The Tanya. Rabbi Shimon Chamim in Biat Rishon Biyah, Biat Sheni Eina Biyah. This is in a case where you have two brothers who are both nine years old, but not quite, not thirteen, and and both of them had Biyah with the Yivamah. And so Rabbi Shimon says, look, if the first one's biyah is a biyah, then the second one is meaningless, and she's nicknamed to the first. If, on the other hand, in biyat rishon ain't biyah, then biyat sheni nami ain't a biyah, because we don't distinguish between 10 and 11. Once you're over 9, biyah counts, but maybe you have to be 13 for it to be meaningful in, in nibum. So if it's not meaningful, the second one's is not meaningful, and either way, she has no relationship to the second one. Now, v'ha biyat bentesha nechamah marshav yorabonan, the rabonan equated the Bia of a nine-year-old boy, between nine and thirteen, to Mamar of a Gadol. 
Kamashimon and a Bia. And Shimon says the second one's not a Bia, meaning that the first Bia is valid, meaning that ma, that Mamar is, if it's valid, it is 100% valid, and that's why the second one's no good. Benazai famously has a split up from Gamliel. He says, Mamar after Mamar works, meaning the second Mamar is meaningful, if it's two brothers and one girl. So the second brother also gave him Mamar. But not if it's one Yavam who gave it to one uh, girl and then the other one. Why? Because he made a Kinyan Gamur on that one. The second one is meaningless. This is at the end of our Mishnah. We haven't seen it yet, but it's the Mishnah of this parak. We have three different opinions about whether Bi'ilah is a closer, meaning once you do it, nothing else afterwards counts. He says Bi'ilah or Chalitza, at any point in the process, uh, that it's a closer, meaning whatever happens afterwards is meaningless. Now, that includes biyah psula, meaning biyah with somebody that you gave a get to or something, where, where it's not, you can't have yibum. Uh, and the rabbanan said that's equal to ma'amar utani and acharaklum. He said nothing afterwards, which means that in the last two cases, Renanzai, sorry, in the, in the third and fifth case, uh, with the ben tesha and, uh, and biyah psula, that we equate them to ma'amar, and according to each one of the opinions of part of Shimon and um, and Chemya, respectively, uh, nothing afterwards is valid. Okay. Uh, now, in the, uh, in the Mishnah, we read, in the Mishnah that continues, and now we're gonna go back to the Mishnah and read it. Uh, Mishnah Bet, Ketzar Asamamar Biyuvim Tovanatam Laget. So what's an example of Rabbi Gamliel's position? If you gave Ma'amar and then gave her a get, Tzrichai Menu Chalitza, then she needs Chalitza. Asam Ma'amar Vechalitza, Tzrichai Menu Get. If you gave her Ma'amar and then gave Chalitza, she still needs a get to be free from the Ma'amar. Asam Ma'amar Uba'ala Rezu Kamitzvata. But if you gave her Ma'amar and then had Bia with her, that's the proper mitzvah. Okay, now we're going to, in the next Mishnah, we'll look at more, uh, possible sequences of actions. But, uh, let's, let's continue from there. So now the Gemara continues with the analysis. Hi get ahargetu. Uh, why is, um, is this a get ahaget? After all, the Mishnah said, ain get ahaget. And the Ketzad is not a case of get ahaget. It's a case of doing one thing that's different, meaning a sequence of two things that aren't the same. So he said, this is how we should read the Mishnah. Get achar haget, umamar mamar amran. Meaning the Mishnah says, get achar get, mamar mamar is exactly what we've already said, we already understand what that is. Meaning, one brother gives it to two different women, or two brothers each give it to the same woman. Either way, it's the same thing. But how do we have the process of dealing with a regular case of one brother and one wife? Alright, and the answer is, so let's say he gives her mamar, and then changes her mind and gives her a get, and then on and on, and we see all of the different possibilities. Now, the next line in the Mishnah described the, uh, the proper way to do it, and that's exactly what we'll pick up in the next podcast, uh, with, uh, the description of mamar and ba'ala, as we saw at the end of Mishnah Bet. In the meantime, everybody should have a wonderful day.